Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go Makeshift Happen. up guys welcome back to the podcast oh my gosh it's been so long since i've recorded without video this feels so chill and weird i'm also recording this literally the day before it goes live which is something that i've not done in a very very long time ever since we started doing video and creating more clips for social media and things like that everything has been so planned out and we've done episodes like very far in advance to just be like more organized and hashtag professional but this is kind of bringing me the nostalgia of like the old days of the podcast where you just plug in the mic you sit down you talk about what's present for you and you just plus you just press go so I'm here I'm coming to you live from southern Spain we just arrived to the beach house yesterday today was our first day we went down to the beach for a little while and then we had some homemade paella Jaime's mom made for us for lunch and then I just kind of rested a little bit I'm digging into some work now recording this podcast and it's been very very nice to be here but I have so much to catch you guys up on because this is our uh, bonus episode for July and it's coming a little bit late because I've been traveling and just like running around and things have been kind of crazy so this bonus episode is really going to be about like catching you guys up on what's been going on lately behind the scenes travel stuff and European summer vibes so we're going to talk about how to create your own European summer vibe which some of these are serious and some of them are funny but I just kind of like the sentiment of it Um, but I also want to keep you guys in the loop as to like what I've been up to and what's going on and all the things so We've been in Spain for a little bit over a week now, and it just feels so good to be back. I was surprised at how much I would be like missing it and just so ready to be back here because when we left at the very start of 2022, at that time, you know, I had lived in Spain for six and a half years and I was just really craving a move back home to the U.S. I wanted to feel grounded. I wanted to buy a house. I just wanted to kind of start this new next elevated chapter of my life. I was really craving to be closer to my family and friends. And I just felt like I needed to be back in the U.S. so, so badly. I was so ready to leave Spain. But it's nice because distance always makes the heart grow fonder, I find. And so I definitely was missing Madrid, especially so much. So it was really nice to come back and just see everything. And I spent one of the days that we were in Madrid, literally just like walking around the city by myself and taking pictures of everything and videos and just like being in awe again of how much I love that city. It obviously that place like means so much to me because it's the place that changed my whole life. When I studied abroad is when I met Jaime. And then when I moved to Madrid was when I started my whole personal development journey. And I, you know, evolved into so many different versions of my within that city and I met so many amazing people and friendships and I healed and grew and I started my business and the podcast and so much of who I am and what I do today was birthed in that city and so it holds 
such a special place in my heart. And so I was also definitely PMSing, but when I was walking through the city, just like appreciating how beautiful everything was, I felt like I could cry at like every moment, every corner I turned, I was like, and this street is so pretty. And oh my God, look at these buildings and look at those windows and the architecture. And it's just, you know, when you go to Europe, you're just like, wow, everything, especially coming from a place like America where, you know, we're a much younger, more modern country especially the architecture, just everything is so beautiful. It just blows your mind every single time. So it felt really good to be back in Madrid. I got to catch up with some old coworkers, friends. We saw a bunch of Jaime's family members and I got a bunch of work done actually, which was really, really nice that hopefully I can be more chill now that we're down at the beach. But then I spent a weekend in London, actually four days. I went Friday to Monday to meet up with Lori, my assistant, which many of you who are listening will know her personally. If you've been a client of mine, you'll know about her because she's such an integral part of the business. And so Lori actually just moved from Melbourne, Australia to London. And because I was going to be right next door in Spain, I was like, listen, we have to do a trip. So I hopped over there for four days and it was really, really fun. We just had a blast. We like walked around and I've already been to London, so it was kind of nice. We didn't need to do like all of the typical touristy stuff. We could just kind of enjoy being in the city, but we walked around like Notting Hill and Chinatown and we spent a lot of time in Soho and the West End. And I also did like a random super last minute meetup in London, which was fun. We were just like, hey, we're going to be at this place tomorrow at noon if you want to come. And so a couple of girls from my community were able to just like rock up and we went to this really nice like rooftop place at this hotel. And the vibes were so amazing at this place. Like it was all hanging plants and like very boho chic and natural and just very cute. Lots of like pillows and cozy seating and couches and So yeah, we just hung out and had some like appetizers and of course I ordered two desserts because, you know, why would we ever order just one? (laughs) And yeah, we just, we had glasses of wine or coffee and we just talked and hung out and took pictures and it was just very, very fun. So it was nice to get to meet some of the people who are in my community that live in London and it made me inspired to maybe do some more of these types of random, you know, pop-up meetups when I'm traveling around to other places. So that was really, really fun. We went out a couple of the nights. Um, Lori's cousin plays in a band, so we went and saw some live music and yeah, it was just like a vibe. It was it was such a vibe. So it was fun to be in London. I had a bit of a travel nightmare getting back though because my flight got delayed for like three hours. And I just, every time I go to London, I remember why it is such a pain in the ass to go there because the airports are so far away from the city and everything is just like more annoying. You just have to spend so much more time actually getting to the airport. So it just adds a lot of travel time. And then they're also just fucking annoying about liquids at those airports. Like they give you this specific bag. You have to fit all of your liquids into this one bag. And if it doesn't close and you need to throw it out. And I'm just like, listen, we can't live like this. Okay. We have stuff for the shower. We have fit. We have an eight step uh, skincare routine. Hello. We have makeup. We have foundations. We have cream blush. Like we have lip glosses. We have lipsticks. Like What is a girl supposed to do when you're making me put all of my shit into this tiny fucking bag and acting like I'm going to make a bomb out of it if it doesn't fit into the bag and close? So anyway, that is my that is my shtick (laughs) with traveling to London. So I would and that was like the day before my period. Oh, my God, I was in a mood. 
I was in a mood. And then my flight got delayed for like three hours. So I didn't end up getting back home to Madrid until like 1 a.m. Oh my God, it was just such such a disaster. On top of, you know, already having really bad jet lag this time around. Like I normally don't get that bad of, of jet lag, or at least I didn't think that I did. But like the first couple of days when we got to Madrid initially, Jaime and I both were like really struggling. It was very hard for me to wake up in the morning. I was so sluggish and tired. But then by night, I still had so much energy. And so I was staying up until one or two. But then I would have to wake up and, you know, take advantage of the day and get out and do stuff or have client calls or whatever it was. And so I was really struggling. And then as soon as I kind of started to feel like, okay, I'm getting into the rhythm, I went to London, which is another slight time change. It probably didn't mess me up that much, but it was more so like the late nights, going out, dinners, partying, like whatever, and not sleeping very much. And then my flight home, I was like, oh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to shower. I'm going to get a good night's sleep. And then I got this massive delay. So man, I am feeling kind of run down and tired right now. We just arrived to the beach house, like I said, and I feel like my body has just been like, okay, here we can finally chill and relax. Also, the two weeks before we actually came to Europe, I was working so much because I had so many things to get off of my to-do list and tons of podcasts to prep and all the things so that we could just enjoy this trip more. So I feel like I've been go, go, going for a long time and now I'm finally like, okay, now we can chill and we can relax into the European summer vibes. So that was kind of a lot and we have one more trip planned, which I'm excited about because it was kind of like a spontaneous thing. It was not really planned, but it just kind of came up the one day. I really wanted to go to Ibiza. And the reason is because Jaime and I used to go to Ibiza a bunch when we lived in Spain, just because it's super easy. So in the summer times, we would usually jump over there for five days-ish. And the first year that we ever went, we went to a Kygo concert. And it is like still to this day in the top five moments of my entire life, like top five days of my life. And I don't even really know why, because I'm not like a super fan of Kygo or anything. Like if you don't know who Kygo is, he's like a tropical house DJ. But we went to this show at Ushuaia and it was the best day of my life. Like the vibes were just so high. It's like that feeling when the music is right. You're like front row at a concert. There's like flames coming out of the stage. There's confetti falling from the sky. There's like airplanes overhead. Everyone around you is just living their best life. Their hands are in the air. Everyone is smiling. Like the energy was just the absolute freaking best. It's also kind of like sunset time when you go to Ushuaia because it's more of like a day slash evening beach club. And so the vibes were just like so, so high. And I had such a such an amazing memory of that day. And I just really wanted to recreate it. So I had a look at Kygo's schedule this summer just to see like, is he going to be in Ibiza? I'm sure he is, but like, what are the dates? Is he going to be there while we're there? And I looked it up and he was doing a show two weekends that would have worked for us. Both of them were like possible potentials for us. And so I told Jaime the one day in the gym, I was like getting emotional listening to Kygo in my headphones. I was almost in tears, just like feeling the energy of being there again. And I was just like, I really want to YOLO. Like, I know that we have a lot of people to see. And, you know, this trip is mainly for Jaime because he's been outside of Spain for a year and a half because of the green card processing, like unable to travel or see family or friends. And so this trip is really about 
him. It's more about him than it is about me. But I wanted to do this one thing so badly. And so I'm getting into this energy. I'm like, oh my God, I really want to go. I really want to go. So I go up to him in the gym and I'm like, babe, Kygo is going to be there two weekends that would work for us in August. Like we have to go, please. I want to YOLO so bad. Like I just want to go back and like have that experience again. And he just looks at me immediately. He's also in the middle of a workout and he has his headphones and he takes one headphone out and he's like, no. (laughs) And that was it. He was like, no. And I'm like, come on. He's like, no, I have so much to do. I have people to see. Like there's way too much happening. Just no. Obviously, I don't give up Give up all hope. I'm just thinking like, okay, we'll talk about it later when we're not in the middle of a workout. I'm pretty sure I can probably convince him. And so we go home. We start working that day. I'm in my office. And like a couple hours later, he just walks into my office. We didn't talk about it ever again. But he just walks into my office and I'm like, what's up? And he's like, so I bought the flights to Ibiza. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God actually going so that's very very exciting and I just love love that like spontaneous energy for us I think that's one of my favorite things about having a partner like Jaime is that him and I both really value lived experiences and just wanting to do things and live life to the fullest before we die or before we retire and not waiting until everything is perfect or it makes total financial sense all the time or you know we're not as busy or whatever it's just like let's just fucking do it and like him and I can both get on board with those things those are my favorite those are my people those are my favorite types of people is the kind of like YOLO people that are like you know what I'm feeling the pull I really want to do this thing like I know it would be amazing fuck it like I'm buying the ticket catch me on the flight let's go. I'm going to be there because that is where you really create your best life. And I think a big thing that's holding a lot of people back is waiting for the conditions to be perfect, waiting for, you know, the finances to be perfect or the amount of time in your calendar to be perfect or, you know, things to not be as hard or for your kids to be older or whatever. We're all just waiting for better conditions to do the things that we want to do. But if you actually just started doing the things that you want to do, you would naturally create better conditions for yourself because you would improve your life. You would become happier. You would become more fulfilled. You would manifest faster. You would be in a better energy. You would set yourself in a higher frequency. And so it's kind of this catch 22 where everyone's waiting for better conditions when actually probably just doing the thing in the like semi okay not the best conditions would be the thing that actually catapults you to creating the better conditions if you want to create things in your life that are nonsensical nonsensical levels of abundance nonsensical levels of fulfillment nonsensical levels of wealth of joy of love of freedom whatever it is if you want to create nonsensical results in your life, then you cannot try to do everything in a way that makes the most sense. It does not work like that. And this is, I see it all the time. People are like, oh, I want to come to this thing, or I want to do this course, or I want to sign up to that thing, or I want to go on this trip, or I want to go on this retreat, but it's not the best moment right now, or maybe later, or I'll do it next time, or when it makes more sense. And sometimes, of course, things are not in alignment and that's a real thing. But also a lot of the times 
It's an excuse. It's an excuse for you to stay where you are so that you don't have to face your demons, so that you don't have to change, so that you don't have to try any harder, so that you don't have to access new levels of effort or hard work or self-discovery, right? There's these insidious ways that our subconscious comes through and is like, wait, no, 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 don't do that. Not right now. You can do it later. And it tempts us with those false promises of next year, it'll be better. Next year when there's more time. Next year when there's more money. Next year when the kids are older. Next year when you're not as tired. Next year when you're not traveling as much. And there's two things that we know about this, which is that next year, most likely you're going to be just as fucking busy, if not busier right? All of the things that you think are not going to be happening, they're probably still going to be happening or there's going to be new things happening because we think that we know what our life is going to look like a year from now standing here today. And the truth is that we have no idea. We have no idea what's going to come up for us. We have no idea what we'll be working on or what our schedules will be like or what else is happening in the world or where our relationships are at or where our jobs are at or where our finances are at. We just really don't know. And so most likely you will have the same set of kind of okay, but not the best conditions to be able to do things that could change your life or expand your mind or help you deepen into your purpose. And you won't do them because you'll think in the future, it'll be better. It'll be a better time to do it in the future, but you'll have all the same limitations that you've always had because things are never perfect. There is no right time. And the second thing that we know to be true is that when we train ourselves to only be able to do things that we love or that are good for us or that involve our personal growth or adventure or freedom or whatever, when the conditions are perfect, then when things are not perfect, which is most of the time, right? We don't have the training to be able to do that work on ourselves in the imperfect conditions. We've said for ourselves, we only take courses or go on retreats or do personal work on ourselves or attend workshops or travel or gift ourselves experiences. We only do those things when all of the rest of the conditions line up, when conditions are perfect. And so if that's the training that you're in, what happens when conditions are imperfect? You're not going to feel like it's an appropriate time to gift yourself something or um, go all in on an experience or invest in yourself or do any of that stuff because you have trained yourself that you only can do those things when the conditions are right. And so it actually does us a disservice because we need those things the most when our conditions are imperfect, AKA most of the time we need the trips or vacations or retreats or inner work or courses or self-investments or self-inquiry or the deep inner work. We need that stuff most when conditions are imperfect. And so by waiting or telling yourself that there will be a a better, more appropriate time to do it, eventually, if one of those times that does feel better or more appropriate does come along, that's great. And you get to do those things for yourself. But then you've also trained yourself that you can only do that when the conditions are right or appropriate. And so we do ourselves a massive disservice by postponing our joy, by postponing our fulfillment, by receiving the pings and the pulls and the desires for things and not listening. So many of us are not fucking listening. You have a desire in your heart. You know that you want to do something. You've felt the pull. You have felt the ping. And yet you sit still and you go later later. 
someday, next year, in the future. This is so, (laughs) to me, to me, it is just so infuriating simply because I know the power of following the fucking ping. When you listen to the desires, those are the breadcrumbs that are leading you to the life that you want. Your desires are divine guidance. They are there on purpose. And so many of us know this, and yet we are still in a position where we're denying ourselves, where we're saying, no, I have to wait because it doesn't make sense, or it's not right, or I have to be less busy, or I have to have more money. We're denying ourselves the opportunity to actually get in alignment and be in the flow of all of the things that we have communicated to the universe that we are wanting. And the universe is presenting these opportunities and going here, 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 do this, try this, go here, be there. And you're seeing it and you're feeling that electricity in your body, you're feeling the pull, you're feeling the desire. And then you go maybe later and you shut it off. You kink the hose, you block yourself from getting into the exact environment that might change something for you that would allow you to get in the flow of everything that you've been praying for, everything that you've been saying that you've been wanting. So I can't express enough. I know this started as me kind of talking about this trip to Ibiza and how I love hanging out with people that are my YOLO kind of people that are willing to just be spontaneous and do things. But there's also so much spiritual value and like personal growth of value in being someone who who does the thing, who feels the pull and goes, I'm going to listen, who receives the guidance, who sees the vision, who feels the energy around an experience or an opportunity. And instead of going, "Mm, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Let me think about it. Let me look at it. Let me measure everything and make sure that everything's perfect. You just go, yes, sign me up. I will be there. Because the thing is, once you do this for yourself in one really powerful way, you can become the type of person who follows the ping, who is actually able to receive the excitement or the download and just go for it and not be so hesitant and not have to be such a realist and not have to measure out all of the things. Your life doesn't have to make sense anymore because you've done one major thing that didn't make complete sense and you realized, holy fuck, that's where all of the magic was. And once you experience that magic, you are going to be so open and obsessed with getting back to that state that you'll be able to follow the desires more easily. Of course, there's always going to be fear. There's always going to be doubt. There's always, you know, logical reasons of why things don't make sense or why we shouldn't do stuff, obviously. And we all experience that no matter how advanced or far along the path we are, how many times we've done this for ourselves. But the point is, once you have a concrete point of reference of having felt this way before and done it anyway, and said yes, and booked the flight or done the thing or made the investment, then you know, this is going to serve me. And you don't have to deny yourself the experience because you know the return on your investment is tenfold. There's actually a cost to you not listening. There's a cost to you not doing the things that you want to do. There's a cost to not following your highest excitement. And you are blocking yourself from abundance. You are blocking yourself from your best life. You are blocking yourself from healing by not following your highest excitement, by feeling the pull, by feeling the ping, by hearing the download, by seeing the opportunity and going, I feel like I should be there. And then denying yourself and shutting it down, kinking the energetic hose and going, nope, I'm going to make myself sit here and wait until this makes more sense. 
That's not how magic works. That's not how the universe works. That's not how intuition works, right? And we know these things. We know that intuition doesn't have to make sense. And yet we are still doing this to ourselves so often. I see it all the time. People are actively blocking their own best lives with all of the knowledge. They listen to all the podcasts. They read all the books. They know all the things. And they're still actively blocking themselves from their best lives because they cannot break that threshold or that pattern of being able to do things that don't make sense. And so if you have something right now that you've been thinking about, that you've been considering, that has presented itself to you, that you know could be so powerful for you that you really want to do, my simple advice to you is just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. It's really not that complicated. It's really not that hard. It's really not that deep. A lot of times we make things so freaking deep. We go so far into the fear that we make it like this life and death scenario of if I do this thing, what if I never get the money back? And what if it's we go so deep into the fucking fear over something that is really not that deep. And it's an invitation. It's an opportunity from the universe to go here. I gave you this desire because it has keys for you. There are codes inside this experience that will help you get where you are trying to go. Take it. Come on. Here it is. I'm presenting it to you. It's in your face over and over again. And you keep feeling it. You keep feeling the desire. You keep feeling the ping. You keep thinking, oh my God, I should do it. I should be there. I should have it. That's for me. This is an opportunity. Should I do it now? Should I do it later? When should I do it? Maybe yes, maybe no. Just fucking do it. This sounds like a Nike ad at this point. (laughs) But honestly, like sometimes you really just have to rip the bandaid off. Something that I heard the other day, which I was like, oh my God, that is so true, is that the moment before you rip the bandaid off is the worst moment of all, of you just thinking about doing the thing, contemplating, going, oh my God, this is going to hurt. This is going to be hard. This is going to be challenging. Is it going to work? I don't know. How's it going to turn out? What are people going to say? Can I afford it? Blah, 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 blah. That's you literally holding the edge of the bandaid, thinking, okay, here I go. I'm going to take it off now. It's not going to hurt that bad. Like you're just trying to talk yourself down from the fear. That is actually the worst moment. And then you just go and you rip it off. You do the thing. You make the payment. You book the flight, whatever it is. And then you are free. You are free to fall into the warm embrace of joy and excitement and fulfillment and love. And oh my gosh, I'm doing this thing and I put myself first and I feel so proud and I get to give myself this experience. And yes, 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 yes. Immediately, it's immediate, it's relief because you have chosen the path of your highest excitement. You have listened to your intuition and instead of denying, you've chosen trust. And you've said, you know what? I know this doesn't make total sense. I know it doesn't seem like the perfect time. I know that conditions aren't optimal in every single way, shape, or form. But I know the power in listening to my heart. I know the power in following the breadcrumbs of desire, that divine guidance that is flowing through me. The things that I want to do, that I feel excited about, that I feel pulled towards, those are happening for me for a reason. Not everybody wants the same things. You may look at something and be like, oh my God, I would love to do that. What an incredible experience. And the next person may be like, meh. Because everyone's path is unique and your desires are part of that divine guidance trying to help you have the experiences and the knowledge and all the things that you need and the tools to be able to get to that place that you are destined to be. But when you keep denying your destiny, you stay stuck. And we stay stuck thinking 
in our little human brains, I'm going to get better unstuck next year when things are, when the conditions are right. And it's like that thing actually probably would have changed a lot of those conditions and helped you get unstuck much faster. But we don't do it because of risk, because of fear, because of doubt, because of money, because of uncertainty, because of all of the reasons that we give ourselves to not do the things that we are actually meant to do, that the universe is sending into our space, into our peripheral, into our consciousness to be like, hey, I can help you. You told me that you wanted this. You say that you want to be here. You have this vision of your life that looks like this. Okay, here are these things, these opportunities, these experiences. Go do them. And we look at them and we go, hmm. Not right now. You know, it's just kind of like "Mm, the kids and money stuff and I don't know. And it'll be better later. And then the universe is like face palming, like, oh my God, (laughs) for fuck's sake. How many times do I have to put this in front of you? How many times do I have to give you that gut feeling? How many times do I have to give you the desire? How many times do I have to put excitement in your heart to try and get you to take action around this thing? We're so silly. We're so silly as humans. We want And we desire so much for our lives. And then the opportunities that will help us get there come presented to us. And we say no. We say no thanks. We say maybe later. We say probably next time. But I don't really know because next time I'll probably be just as busy. Or have just as many hang-ups about money. Right? So anyways... I didn't know that this was going to turn into this, but these are sometimes my favorite conversations that we have on the podcast because I really feel like I start to like channel and all of the information and the guidance just kind of like flows through me. So if this landed for you, I hope that it serves you in some way. And if you're thinking about a specific thing, if you have something in your mind that you're like, you know, I have been thinking about that thing and I've been wanting to do it. And all of this is really reminding me of the exact situation that I'm in, in saying no, or maybe later, go do that thing. Do it today, do it now, and see what happens for your life when you have the courage to say yes, when you have the courage to choose trust. We talk about trusting all the time, but most of us aren't actually trusting, we're just pretending to trust. We are actually feeling the fear and the doubt and we're following the path of fear and doubt. Meanwhile, we're telling ourselves, it's okay to trust, trust, surrender, surrender, receive, receive, I trust, I trust, I trust. We're just trying to convince ourselves that we are living in trust. No, living in trust means actually taking the risk. Living in trust actually means doing things that don't make sense. Living in trust means feeling the desire, getting the pain, receiving the download. And even when it feels scary or doubtful or uncertain, you go, I hear you and I'm ready for the challenge. I rise to the occasion. I'm signing up for this universal assignment because I want to grow. I want to get closer to that version of my life that I know is possible. So it's important that you start to do those things. And so if you have something specific in your mind that this has you thinking about, you need to go do that thing and you need to do it now. You need to stop waiting. You need to get out of that loop of that pattern in your mind that tells you maybe later, maybe another time, maybe when there's more money, maybe when the kids are older, maybe when I'm less busy, you need to do it and you need to do it now. Okay, so let's get into these European summer vibes a little bit, all right? I I felt like this would be fun and lighthearted as I'm in Europe for a month this summer. I thought I would put together a list of some of the like classic, almost like stereotypical Euro summer vibes and bring them together to help you create your own European summer vibe if you so fancy, okay? So I'm going to give you 12 different things that um, 
I think kind of can give us this like image and this feeling and this energy of a European summer vibe. Take whatever lands and resonates, leave the rest. But I think it would be fun to just like input some of these things into your routine or if you have time off of work or for a weekend and just like play with it. It's not about like pretending you're in Europe because you can't go to Europe. Maybe you already are in Europe and you're like, whatever. It's really less about like quote unquote European summer. And it's just more about creating an elevated kind of vibe and almost making your life like a Pinterest board in a sense to give you a main character moment, right? We are in Leo season. And so it is the time, it is the best time to become the main character of your life. And so maybe some of these things will just kind of make you feel like your life is a Pinterest board or it's kind of like Instagram worthy. You're, um, romanticizing your life. You're becoming the main character. Okay. So let's get into this list. The first thing on the list for how to create your own European summer vibe is to wear lots of linens. You know, it's hot here. We love the summer linens. So linen pants, linen shorts, light kind of almost see-through linen button down tops. I have two of these, um, really, really light, like sheer cover up button down tops from free people that I'm obsessed with. I got one and I wanted to wear it every fucking day of my life. So I went back and I got another one. So I have one in cream and I have one in blue. And so if you want to go look for those, they probably still have them because I got them recently. Um, not cheap, but honestly, worth it because I want to wear it over every single bathing suit top all the time as like a little throwover with a dress, anything like that. They're just like so cute. Okay. The second thing is to carry a neutral canvas tote bag around. (laughs) So I just posted some photos from my trip to London and I actually had some neutral canvas totes made for the mastermind girls who are in top tier and they're so cute it has the top tier mastermind logo on them and I brought mine to London and I was I was actually carrying it around I carried my camera and other things in it and it just looked so cute and so euro so get your own there's there's ones that you can personalize on Etsy or you can find them pretty much anywhere but carrying a neutral canvas tote is very European, especially if you take it to like the supermarket with you and you use it as your like grocery bag, (laughs) such a vibe. Okay. The third thing is to drink wine or sangria or an Aperol spritz on an outdoor terrace, like on a nice little patio somewhere or a mocktail version of any of these things, right? But drinking wine or sangria or an Aperol spritz, like to me, that feels like the most European summer drink on the planet. And it's gotta be on an outdoor terrace. I'm seeing plants. I'm seeing like stone walkways. Like find yourself a place in your city, wherever you live, that feels vibey and take yourself out and just get a nice cold drink, whatever's the vibe for you. Maybe you bring your laptop. Maybe you wanna get some work done. Maybe you bring a book. Maybe you go on a little date with a girlfriend, like just make it a moment. Okay. The fourth thing is glowy skin makeup looks because you basically want to look like you're sweating all the time because if you were in Europe, you probably would be. It is hot as balls, especially in 
Spain, France, Italy. It is so fucking hot here right now. And a lot of places don't have air conditioning. So if you were here, you would be sweating all the time. So we might as well just look like it anyway. So we're going to do a glowy, dewy skin makeup look for our European summer vibe. Now, this was a quest. But if you guys have seen the viral like Chanel glow stick, if you haven't seen it, look it up. I looked for this everywhere before my trip. I wanted to get one because basically it's like, it's almost like a highlighter, but I think it's like what every influencer has been using for years to basically look like they have dewy skin all the time, but it's not even part of their skincare. It's literally a almost like highlighter glow stick that you put on that just makes it look like you have a natural glow because it, it's not like a regular highlighter that you would use. Like it's not like a regular highlight that you would use in, in the terms of like makeup where it has a little bit of like a tint to it or it's sparkly. It's straight up just like this clear like gel almost, but it's in a stick form and you just like rub it onto your cheekbones and the bridge of your nose and the cupid's bow above your lip and you literally look like a gluey a gluey a glowy dewy goddess who was just walking around the streets of Rome and has a light layer of dew but is also glowing and looks fabulous so if you can find the Chanel glow stick, I highly recommend. I'm loving mine. I looked for it everywhere. I checked every single Sephora, everywhere that they sell um, Chanel makeup and I couldn't find it. And so every single airport, usually when you go through the airport, they have like duty freeze and they have a lot of like, you know, name brands and things like that. So every airport that we've been to, I've been going to like the Chanel counter and been looking for the glow stick and it's been sold out literally everywhere. I went in Madrid. I, and then I was in the airport in London and that's actually where I found it. I was in the airport and I go, oh my God, okay, I'm just going to pop in and see if they have it here. And they only had like three left and I grabbed one of the very last ones. So I know this is kind of an annoying tip because you're like, fuck, it's going to be so hard to find, but hopefully they're restocking. If you have a Sephora, just put your, um, like put yourself on the list for like notifications when something gets restocked. Anyways, that sounds really dramatic, but it is honestly a vibe. So glowy skin makeup look. Okay, what number are we on? One, two, three, five. Number five, go to the supermarket and buy four to five things max. Okay, we know Europeans love their daily supermarket run. And so we are not buying a whole grocery cart full of crap. We are buying four to five little items. And there's a bonus point here if you take your canvas tote with you and if you buy a baguette. This one is kind of like stereotypical. We're not like being super, super serious. So, but it is kind of fun. Like I went to the, there's a supermarket right in front of um, Jaime's parents' house in Madrid. And so it just feels so Euro to me to be like, oh, I'm just going to walk over to the supermarket. And I literally went with my canvas tote and I walked across the street. I went, I went in and I got four things and I put them in my little canvas bag and then I walked home and that was it. So if you have the ability go to the supermarket, buy four to five things, like buy some fresh fruits, buy a baguette, something vibey, and just make it a moment. Okay, number six is to read a steamy romance novel on the beach, or if you don't have a beach nearby, by the pool, any body of water will serve, but read a steamy romance novel, buy some water. 
And I want you to get the kind of book that is going to make you horny at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. This just feels like European summer vibes to me. You need your sunnies, you need a nice little beach towel, and you need a romance novel moment. Number seven, if you do go to the beach, I want you to bring like a cute cotton towel and lay directly on top of the sand with your towel we're not doing this like, you know, bringing of lawn chairs or these obnoxious American beach chairs with cup holders. If we're really going for the European summer vibe, we are just bringing a towel and we are laying on the towel and it's got to be a cute towel. You know, like you got to get the right towel. We're not, we're not trying to do like bright colors and like watermelons and things like that. Think like minimalist vibe, like very like muted sort of neutral tones. Again, we are getting so specific for no fucking reason, but that is the point. That is the point because we are becoming the main character and we are making, we're creating moments of magic. We are making our lives a Pinterest board. So there you go. Okay. Number eight, buy fresh flowers on a city street corner for yourself. And maybe you don't have a city street corner. Go to your Trader Joe's, girlies. They have an amazing flower section. But buy yourself a bunch of fresh flowers. Go home, cut off the ends, fill a cute vase with water. Like Just being present in these moments really creates such an energetic shift. And it makes you feel like your life is a vibe. And the point of all of this, again, is when you feel like your life is a vibe, you just show up different. Your energy is is different. You attract more. And so the point is not to like spend a bunch of money or be perfect or make your life look like Instagram, but it's really about the feeling and you don't have to take pictures of any of this. You don't have to film any of it. It's not for the purpose of content unless of course you want it to be, but it's really for the purpose of you feeling that energetic shift. So buy yourself some nice flowers. Okay. All right. Number nine, have a picnic in the park with cured meats, cheeses, baguette, and some fresh fruit. We could not get more European if we tried. Am I right? So again, bring a cute little blanket. If you have a basket, that's adorable. Set it up. Bring some cured meats, some cheeses, a baguette. Bring your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your friends or whatever and just do a little a little moment, a little moment in nature, under a tree, on the grass, wearing a sundress. What a vibe. What a vibe. Number 10 goes along with this beautifully, which is to wear a colorless sundress and bonus points for a straw sun hat or any type of sun hat that feels, you know, like a vibe for you. But I love that look of like an effortless outfit because you didn't have to like put it together or pair anything with anything. Like you're just in a one piece very cute. Like maybe it's a floral print, but it's like colorful sundress and it's flowy. And I'm picturing it like maybe like a short one with like spaghetti straps or like a longer, like maxi dress kind of vibe. I don't know. Find something. Maybe you already have something in your closet. Maybe you want to like get something. It's a moment. It's a moment for sure. Okay. Number 11 is to keep water in a carafe or one of those glass bottles that has that like metal, like flip top lid thing. You know what I'm talking about if you don't Google like glass bottle with flip top lid and you'll know what I'm talking about. So a carafe, like one of those glass, you know, things that you put water in. Something interesting about like Spain, I guess, and probably other countries. Sure, I'm 
I'm sure is they like to keep their water in these like little vibey like glass containers and then in the summertime they'll put them in the fridge to make it colder but even a lot of times people don't drink water with ice here and it's just like room temp or slightly chilled water so if you really want to get into that vibe like keep your water instead of walking around with your like super american like big fat stanley cup with a straw sticking out although we love we love a stanley cup moment okay not a hater over here it's just like if we want a euro moment we're gonna go for the glass carafe or the bottle with the little flip top lid and then you just set it on your table wherever you're going to be having like lunch or dinner and you pour and you serve from there sometimes I think you can find like really cute carafes and things on Etsy or other websites like that probably even on Amazon and I've seen some people doing like a very cute bedside table moment where they have a little carafe of water on their bedside table with like one single glass and so when you lay down in bed at night to read or when you wake up in the morning you can like pour yourself a glass of water oh my god why does it feel so luxurious to just pour yourself a glass of water from a carafe on your bedside table I don't know but it does so like let's fucking do it you know what I mean like why not (laughs) okay the last one the last one is to take yourself out to like a cute cafe in your area or maybe somewhere you're traveling for a croissant and a coffee a croissant and a coffee it could be decaf it could be matcha it could be whatever whatever your vibe is but you know croissant and a coffee like that just is giving it is giving europe it's giving spain it's it's giving european summer that's all i have to say croissant and a coffee you know can't go wrong oh my god like a big croissant too not like a little dinky one that you need a big one that like curves around it's like a nice half moon shape it's fluffy it's flaky you know the kind gluten-free girlies I'm so sorry. Maybe you can find a gluten-free one, but croissant and coffee. Mwah. Chef's kiss. That is a moment for sure. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Good luck creating your European summer vibe. Again, it's about being in the energy. It's about making small mundane things in your life. Moments of magic that make you feel like, wow, like what is life? What a beautiful day. What a beautiful moment. And we have all these opportunities to bring more magic into our lives. And so maybe one or a few of these things can inject just a little bit of magic into your summer. I hope you are having the best time wherever you are. If you are wanting to attract more abundance, wealth, flow, success into your life, make sure that you come to the free workshop on Tuesday. On Tuesday, August 8th, it is 8-8, which is the Lionsgate portal. It is the most powerful manifestation day of the year. On this day, literally anything is possible. You can get everything that you want. We've had people come to this workshop and they have manifested every single thing that they have written down within the year. So it is a super magical day, so powerful. This will be the third year in a row that I've hosted this workshop. It is completely free. Come sign up, join us. If you can't come live, there will be a recording and let's manifest our fucking best lives together. Okay. The link is going to be in the show notes. So just scroll down before, below this episode and click the link, enter your email to sign up. And I will see you there on Tuesday on the Lionsgate for our abundance activation workshop. One last quick reminder that retreat spots are open now. They are on sale. They're available to purchase. We are going to the Dominican Republic in December and I think you're meant to be there. 
So if it feels like you need to be in that room on that trip, experiencing the magic and the downloads and the transformation, the transformations that took place last year, I just have to say, like some of them are still literally blowing my mind. The way that these women have transformed their lives, they are moving abroad, going to different countries, world travel, healing PTSD from past traumas, uh, losing 80 pounds, manifesting their best lives, making career shifts. There is so much happening for the women who went on the retreat last year as a result of the work that we did together. And I can't wait to facilitate that and experience that and see who of you all are going to be there with us this year for your own version of a massive up level and transformation. So if you are calling in your dream life, if you are ready for radical change, if you're craving in-person events to be held by people who understand, who get it, who are in the same circles, who are wanting to create something purposeful with their lives, who are seeking more, who maybe are building their own businesses or want to build their own businesses. If that is you, the Dream Life Immersion Retreat is for you. Make sure that you go check it out. We will leave a link in the show notes below as well. And there's also a link in my bio on Instagram. You can DM me if you have any questions. We have payment plans available. You might not see them on the webpage, but they are available. So just DM me if you're interested in those. Or you can email info at samanthadaily.com and we will hook you up with all the details about payment plans and things like that. And I hope to see some of you on the white sands of the Dominican Republic in December with us creating our dream lives. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.